0: Good morning everybody, welcome to the Rangers Review morning briefing for Tuesday the 13th of December. Uh, It's another absolutely Baltic one, uh, especially down here in Warrington. I'm sure it is where you are as well, Stevie. Delighted to be joined as ever uh, this morning by uh, Stevie Clifford. How are we getting on? Morning mate, yep. As you've seen from the the group
1: chat this morning, the pictures of walking the dog, it was a (laughs) very, very cold one this morning. So it's one of those ones where you go out and the, the cobwebs, the spiders are looking absolutely beautiful on the on yeah. the garage. So that was the kind of morning it is. I think it was registered minus eight.
0: So it is wow. chilly. Yeah, yeah, it's an absolute ice rink down here where I am in, in Warrington uh, as well. And me on the ice is uh, not a pretty sight, I can tell you that. Let us know how cold it is where you are, folks. Uh, uh, someone there, uh, someone uh, was rubbing it in yesterday saying it was the 28 degrees in Abu Dhabi so uh, we don't want comments like that thank you very much but um, yeah we'll we'll, we'll crack on and talk all things Rangers because that's why people are tuning in. Um, Before we do that folks um, as always we've got that Christmas offer on the website you can see the little ticket below just a pound for two months worth of content. It really is a cracking deal. There's so much on there just now. Uh, you won't be disappointed. Just head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. Vivian Miller gets in touch. Minus 11 in the borders this morning. Wow. Uh, hopefully you've wrapped up one, uh, Vivian. Uh, Stephen Gillespie says uh, minus 5 in uh, Falkirk. <laughs> Alan gets in tucks. Uh, gets in touch. Specky Cold Dog uh, today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Lisa Halliday says uh, minus seven in Drumchapel. Um, yeah, listen, it's absolutely Baltic. Make sure you wrap up warm folks and take care if you're heading out there. Very slippy uh, underfoot uh, as well. And uh, Darren Glassman gets in touch all the way across the pond. It's uh, 4.30 a.m. here in Washington, D.C. Uh, so if you can make it in time, uh, we can certainly do so as well. Good to have your company.
1: Waterful. It's not our fault. It's not terrible. our fault. No.
0: Yeah, we are. We are we awaiting uh, one more, but it's just, it's just ourselves at the moment. Myself and Stevie, and we just, you just flashed up uh, uh, wait, uh, wait, a, a mug there, a, a, a Michael Beale mug. That is absolutely sensational. Uh, <laughs> love that. Uh, it's terrific stuff. Right, let's crack on. Um, let's talk Rangers, uh, Stevie. First of all, I haven't got your thoughts uh, since uh, Saturday's uh, friendly win over by Leverkusen. Uh, what did you make of it, Michael Beale's first match in charge? Of course, not a competitive fixture. i seen him in his post-match press conference saying it was, it, it was one of those that it was sort of in the way and it, it's all geared up for Thursday night. But it was a good test and a good run out for a number of the lads as well. What, what did you make of the, the afternoon at Ibrox?
1: Yeah, it was good. Um, Listen, well, watching Rangers win 3-0 against anyone is going to be enjoyable, but... You're looking for early signs of promise. you're looking to see what's what's changed. you're looking for any subtle differences you can kind of recognize and keep a keep an eye on And what I did notice and I know that Joshua covered this yesterday on the site, it was very very condensed. it was very narrow but you could immediately see a structure. everybody was close to each other. The front three were very close and Malik Tillman was very close behind them. And what I noticed was, Derek, that just a small thing that, see, when they got goal kicks and stuff, the option to go long was there because they had an out ball. And quite often they were outnumbering the front players. So that was just a um, that was just a small thing that I noticed as well. But the structure was there. I remember pictures that you used to take, um, you know, when we were away to Porto and stuff like that, and there was a beautiful Christmas tree formation. I spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. That was back. It was so very well disciplined, disciplined so well thought out. But there was a lot of good things. Like there was a lot of um, good pressing. That was that was you noticed that straight away as well. And it was organised. They were caught out a couple of times. You know, um, Michael Beale said there was a couple of red flags. Well, if you're looking for them to see what they were, there was a free header and somebody got in behind Tab just to put one wide in the first half. So it wasn't all playing sailing, you look at it and think 3-0 miss penalty, it would have been easy enough. They created a, I think probably three very good opportunities in the second half, McLaughlin had a save and then Tav cleared it off the line. But that probably, you know, showed how much everyone was fighting and trying to win the ball and impress and yeah. stuff. There was a lot, look, there was a lot of decent performances. I think, you know, spoke obviously a lot about this is what I mean about people trying to see, you know, the best in things. People have, have talked a lot about Alfredo Morelos on on Saturday, Derek and he had a pretty yeah. good forty-five minutes. He won a penalty, assisted the third goal, and he looked—you know—he looked a wee bit more sprightly. He looked a wee bit more on it, and um, you know, it was all round. It was very positive. Malik Tillman was excellent. He's—you yeah. know—he's—he's he's the one that um, Joshua. I think maybe you would even said that he'd um, highlighted him as being the the one that everybody was most excited and promising about. So he was very good um james Sands had an excellent game he was very very good at the back won a lot of lot of turnovers there won a lot of um, 50-50s and stuff like that leon king played well next to him you know adam Devine at left back played very well there was there was a lot of good good points and a lot of good um moments in the team and all in all you know very promising goals were good um wee bit of you know even a, even a goal from a corner mate so i'm, I'm I recognise that Leverkusen weren't um weren't up to it as to say they, they've still yeah. got a bit to go, but you know, you you've still got to go and beat them, you've still got to go and apply yourself properly and, and that was the most important thing. So yep, Saturday was very promising and then obviously the press conference afterwards, I don't know if you've seen it, Derek, but you would have yeah. heard me speak to Michael and my surprise when he mentioned Connor Goldson coming back. I actually repeated it back to him, so that was very good then <laughs> Me and Michael already have a, a kind of a, a good relationship from before, so it's always nice to speak to him. And I fully expected him when he said two to four options that he maybe was going to say, um, that it was John Suter, Ben Davis. I, I kind of expected that because we've seen wee pictures of John Suter, and we spoke about this, I think, last week. So when he said Connor Goldson, I was massively surprised, but it just goes to show you. You know, all of a sudden he's he's wanting to be back involved and maybe pushing himself on and stuff like that. So, and he generally wasn't supposed to be back until January time. So this is a yeah. a huge huge bonus. So, you know, all in all, a very positive Saturday. It was quite cold, but I'm expecting Thursday night to be even colder. So as long yeah. as we get the three
0: points, you know, we'll we'll, all, we'll all get on board with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, a pressing question coming in here, Stevie, directed it yourself. Uh, Neil, Mc- Neil McBain says, uh, where can I get a Michael Beale mug? That is uh, the question on everyone's lips, Stevie. Right, so the story behind this, Derek, is is a on honest truth. Copland Road Streetwear, who
1: make them, you'll find them online and on Twitter and things like that. Copland Road Streetwear. So a couple of years ago, I was on at the the guys to make me a Michael Beale one right and because i i've always really loved michael Beale he's always kept in touch he's always spoke to me he's always been really decent so i was on at them and we got them made i don't know two maybe three years ago and we sent him a couple so there's <laughs> actually there's actually a picture of him somewhere on my phone an old phone or something going like at Cheers with his <laughs> michael Beale mug so i want it'd be interesting to see if he still has it but you can get them from Cotland Road streetwear and um, that's what it looks like. It says Michael Beal Master Fantastic. Class. So, and it's Love currently that. got a really lovely Galaxy Hot Chocolate in it, Derek. So, Tremendous. As you said, you've seen the pictures on me out with a dog this morning, and it was yeah. free room, so I'm trying to warm up.
0: Yeah, fantastic stuff. So there, there you go, folks. Um, I wanted to touch on uh, some of the, the articles on the web on the website uh, this morning. You can see the little title we've got. We've titled this video, folks. That can Michael Beal get the best out of Kent? Uh, Josh has done, done a great piece on the website this morning, uh, suggesting that that it uh, can. Unlock uh, Ryan Kent. Of course, I think it's fair to say he's not been quite himself this season on the Giovanni Van Bronck course, Although I think at the, the end of his tenure, he was still the most threatening outlet. Doesn't give up, of course, but just things weren't coming off for him uh, this season. That's for sure. However, um, Ryan Kent is someone that Michael Beale knows very well. Ever since he was a, he was a young lad. Um, I don't think he had his best of games on, on Saturday, Stevie, but but do you think with the new manager coming in that we could see a little bit of a bounce from, from Kent going forward? I don't know if you'll see a bounce.
1: But what I'm looking for and what I think we'll see is more consistency from him. And he's still by far been, you know, productive this season. Yeah. He, he's still by far been he never hides. So he'll never shy away, he always looks for it, he always looks to get involved. Michael Beale said something really interesting though, and it's something that I've labelled at him before. Now, I've I've given Ryan Kent a wee bit of criticism this year, most notably the the defeat at Parkhead, he was really, really poor, and he lost the ball a couple of times that, that led to goals and things. Ryan Kent tends to, when things aren't doing too well, he tends to try and do so too much, Derek. And Michael yeah. Beale said that the weekend. He says he's got to try and keep it simple and not try and do too much. And I've got a feeling that Michael Beale's message to Ryan Kent will just be simplify your game, stop trying to overplay. The overlap's there, use the overlap. Simple passes there, use the simple pass. You don't need to go past two or three players. You just need to try and make it productive. But already on Saturday, he was getting himself more involved one of the big things I think people will notice, and I think it's an immediate improvement, is we all of a sudden on Saturday had players in the box. That isolation that was happening to maybe Cholak or Alfredo when they were playing as a one up isn't happening. There's two or three really close to them. Three, if you include um, Malik Tillman. Two wide men are now playing really inside as 10. Yeah. yeah. And two your full, ten, backs yeah. Are, full backs are overlapping. So there's it's very attacking. It's, it's very. Um, intent on getting numbers in the box and things. And all of a sudden, Ryan Kent's got more people to hit. He's got more options. He doesn't need to try and do as much because he's not now the only person up and things like that. So he's going to need to try and use the overlap as much as we can. Now, on Saturday, Adam Devine done that really well. Now, there was a couple of times where the boy obviously knew he was right-footed, so he showed him on his right and he took it down and went on his left foot. Now, I think it was Ross Wilson possibly who said a couple of weeks ago about Adam Devine playing at both sides. And Michael Beal repeated that at the weekend. He said that through his tenure, through the youth team, Adam Devine has played both sides. So he's quite comfortable. So I I think that that kind of helped Ryan Kent because when he came outside, he had Devine doing the overlap. So the message I think to Ryan Kent is to try and simplify his game, but try and make it more productive, try and get more numbers. And... I'm I'm positive that we get. Listen, I still think that Ryan Kent's our best player. I really do. I, I still think he's our most attacking threat. Yeah. I, I still believe that he he's the one that's most capable now. He's got assets around him now. He's got you know your your Tomans, your Cholaks, and things that he can hit. Alfredo, hopefully he'll come back and improve his worth and things, but. I still believe that that Ryan Kent is is the main man in our team. And it's just about sparking him again, Derek. And he's got such a good relationship with Michael Beal. As we said, he's known him since he was 15, coached him since he was that young. If anyone's going to get the best out of him, Derek, and I don't know how you feel, but if anyone's going to get him firing and the best out of him, then Michael Beal's got to have that capability, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm excited at seeing how he works under him. Uh, And like you, Steve, I think on, on his day, he's up there. Uh, is uh, the best, not only the best player for Rangers, but I think arguably the best player in Scotland as well. When, when he's on form, he's unplayable at times, and we just hope we can get uh, that back for the remainder of the season. I, I quite liked why you brought up uh, uh, Adam Devine. There, I was wanting to touch on that. Scott Kearney says I thought Devine was a breath of fresh air. There's a piece on the website um, uh, this morning, folks. Um, uh, I've, I've touched on uh, Adam's performance at the weekend and in general. Um, uh, how highly rated he's 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 regarded uh, at Rangers and. Uh, how they've got high hopes for him that Michael Beale did say afterwards uh, on Saturday. The academy staff have played Adam at right and left back. Sometimes having a right footer at left back means they can play inside the pitch more. John Flanagan did it well for us a few years ago. Uh, I've got a lot of trust in Adam. Uh, We've always had high hopes for him when I was here before. He's grown up a bit just like Leon, Charlie McCann and Alex Lowry, who also showed some nice touches today. Now we will touch on... Uh, uh, Alex, uh, uh, shortly. But in terms of Adam Devine, uh, I was uh, I was delighted to see him play well on Saturday, uh, Stevie. And I think uh, he will start at left back on Thursday. I've got no qualms about that. I'm actually quite excited at seeing how he'll get on. I think he's fully deserving of his, of his chance there. Um, and I think it certainly bodes well. And it's a nice touch towards the academy staff that he's so comfortable playing on the, the opposite flank. Um, it doesn't look... Uh, awkward or, or out of position in any way, shape or form. So I think that was one of the uh, one of the positives on Saturday.
1: Yeah, it was. And this is what's confused me so far this season when James Tavenier has so clearly been struggling at points. There's been times where, where Tav's physically been limping through the last 20, yeah. 25 minutes of games. I think it was Livingston at home, possibly, where you could physically see him struggling very badly. Adam Devine's on the bench there and, You know, I understand what James Tavenier brings to this club, but there's no reason why hopefully these youngsters can't start getting 10, 15 minutes at the end of games. And I think it'll really help. You've seen a freshness from Adam Devine on Saturday. Like you said, you know, no qualms about him playing on on Thursday night. I think he'll do fine. I was a wee bit worried about who was going to play at left-back, but Adam done absolutely fine on Saturday. He got forward well. He won a couple of 50 50s. He slightly got caught out the first five, 10 minutes, but then very quickly he kind of rectified that. And James Sands really spoke uh, well in the back line and, and kind of keep them, kept them, you know, information and things like that. And David Penny says Divine wasn't tested. Go back and watch the first 10, 15 minutes. I generally think he was. He was caught out a couple of times and he readjusted. Now, if you're thinking that he wasn't properly run at and stuff like that, I'm not so sure. The boy Vritz came on and had a few runs at him as well. So, you know, that experience will do him well. Was it a full-out pace? Was it, you know, properly? No. It wasn't. It was a friendly game, so understand that. But in terms of, um, you know, a, a, a first out, like a – not a first out because it's not his debut, but in terms of – um a confidence builder ahead of Thursday oh, yeah. night. I thought it was really good. And, and Adam did absolutely fine and clearly is a, a a good prospect. And there's it's good to see there's a few of them now coming through. So, yeah, it's definitely positive.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we touch on, on the players coming through, Alan Wright says, uh, best wishes to Bonner tonight. Of course, uh, in World Cup semi-final action is it. I don't think many would have predicted that um, When he flew out to Qatar But um, Croatia taking on Argentina tonight so they've got a, I think they've got a decent chance tonight Steve, if they, if they can put out Brazil I think they've got enough about them to put out uh, Argentina Well, you know, anybody that's got Luka Modric in there
1: Has got yeah. a chance So they've got some good players Perisic, Kramaric You know, they're all decent
0: is good as well, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's been excellent, especially on the penalties. You know, a couple yeah. of really, really good saves. So it's going to be a good watch. I I fancy Argentina. I tipped um, in the wee family predictor, Derek. This <laughs> this um, pre-tournament, so Argentina are still looking good for me. Um, and but it could go either way. You know, tonight it's one of those ones. The thing about Croatia is, it, as it proved against Brazil, that sometimes you can look excuse me, completely down and out, but all of a sudden they find their way back in and they work their way back into the game. So they've got, they're never really out of it. They're yeah. always there and there about So interesting watch tonight. It's going to be a good one. Just like everybody else, hope it's a really cracking game. But yes, yeah.
0: absolutely wish Borna and Croatia all the best. Yeah, uh, Colin Cooper's going for Croatia on on penalties. Uh, Alan says they'd be doing better if they took Cholak. Uh, <laughs> I think they're doing okay at the moment, Alan. I'm sure. I'm sure they're doing. Uh, they're quite happy with, with how, they're, how they're getting on. Uh, James says if it goes to penalties, it will be uh, Croatia. Listen, it's going to be a, a cracking match tonight. And of course, uh, Morocco and France on Wednesday. I don't think anyone would have envisaged Morocco getting this far, but they have been the, the surprise package. But yes, yeah, certainly good luck to uh, Borna and co this evening. I really hope I hope he goes all the way and, and comes back a little cup well, winner. That would be absolutely fantastic. Um, but let's touch on the young lad, Stevie. Um, Alex Lowry came on uh, on Saturday as well. Uh, I thought he did well. Ian Ross says, uh, do you think Lowry will start on Thursday? I don't think he'll start, but I think it was good to see him at the weekend. Uh, I think a lot of the majority of fans, I think it's fair to say, would like to see more of him uh, in the first team. Uh, He's been hit by injury, of course, uh, this season and and has not really had uh, much game time uh, under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. But again, new manager. uh, This might be an opportunity for him to to, uh, get a foothold in in this side. Um, Do you think he's got a part to play on Thursday and going forward? Yeah, he absolutely does. Look, my huge, huge fan, Alex Lowry. Derek, you know
1: this. Uh, I think everybody does. I, I speak really highly of him. And it's up to him you know he he can be as good as he really wants to be i'm so excited by him i like watching him and it's about kicking on now and and really putting his stamp on it and he had a great little 20 minutes on on saturday which will do him the world of good for michael beale to have seen him up close and and see what he's capable of he's a ball carrier that's what he does well he'll he'll get you 20 30 yards up the field he will look to play in between the lines. He will look to use the ball progressively. He's always forward thinking. And he plays it sharply when you need that wee zip. And what he'd done on Saturday a couple of times really well was he played it off Alfredo. So Alfredo would use it himself as a barrier. And he would hold it up and then flick it off. And Now, he'd done that a couple of times from Alex Lowry playing it to him. It led to the third goal. Alex took it, I think, from just before the halfway line, played it out left, They got it back, played it into Alfredo, Arfield runs off him. So it was all really positive in in that way. And Alex Lowry can shoot, he can pass, and he's forward thinking. Now, I'm not saying he's ready to start games. I'm not saying he should be banging down the door and and be first team. However, he's already proved that he knows his way to goal a couple of times in in the first team last season. I think he should be a player. He should be the one that's playing just behind Malik Tillman at the moment, in my opinion, where if Tillman you're getting 60, 65, 70 minutes out of, then you bring on Alex Lowry. So he's always got his head up. He's always trying to progress. Now, the game on Saturday dipped a wee bit because there was a lot of substitutions. When he came on, it really picked up and we started to create chances and we started to go forward and things again. So if you're looking for that progression on a league game or or normal game, then Alex should certainly be in Michael Beal's thoughts. Now, there has been a train of thought that he wasn't that involved before because of maybe a clash with with the management team, etc. But put all that to the side now, I would hope that Michael Beal can really get the the best out of him. And I'm Derek, I'm such a fan of the boy, honestly. He's a really nice lad. I've dealt with him a couple of times. Um, He's a really nice boy. And... You know, I'm I'm really, really looking forward to him getting more game time. He's excited. See, when he comes on, he excites you. You know, you're yeah. looking for him and
0: it's get Alex
1: on the ball. And there's a
0: wee buzz, you know. So, yeah. huge, huge fan. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and people are huge fans of your uh, dog, Stevie, in the background. Uh, Teddy Bear says, Stevie, your dog is a star. Uh, she's certainly enjoying herself on the, on the sofa back there, which is great to see enjoying the show uh, as well. So that's uh, fantastic. Uh, World's Greatest DJ gets in touch. Uh, good morning, lads. Uh, Enjoy your chat with Professor Howison, uh, Derek. Yeah, thanks. Thanks very much for that. Yeah, I've had a chat with him at the weekend. Uh, he's got a book out, uh, Brian Howison uh basically charting rangers from 98 to 2015 uh, and he goes into great detail uh, about the financial collapse of course and and the reasons behind that and, and um, it really is a, a worthwhile read. He's given a lecture as well on it. So he knows his stuff, um, Professor Brian Howison. So I do urge you to go and check it out, folks. He talks really well. So uh, thanks for that that comment. And this uh, coming in here from Alan. Uh, did you see Josh McPake School? Uh, do you think he has a future at Rangers? He's been around for a while now. Yes, I did. Absolutely fantastic for Queen's Park, where he's on loan at the moment. Uh, he's certainly one, Stevie, uh, who came through pretty much like Alex Lowry. He was highly rated a few years ago. Hasn't quite happened for him at Rangers. Spent a number of loans. I think it's about five or six loans he's had. Uh, just off the top of my head. Dundee. He was down south at Harrogate, uh, Morecambe, and Tranmere uh, for a time. He's now at Queens Park. Um, he's 21 years of age now. Josh McPake. Is that ship sailed for him? Do you think, or is it, do you think there's a chance for him? He could he could come back. We've not really seen much of him. I think I think when Gerard first came in, we've seen little glimpses in in preseason friendlies. But apart from that. He's been out on loan much, much of the time.
1: Yeah, I don't think the, the ship sailed in any way from him. He's certainly getting good match day experience, but yeah. what he needs is he needs to possibly get a bigger move and and nail that move properly. Like he needs to, when he went to Dundee, he didn't really kick on, and they're probably being at the time the best move that he's had so far and it didn't really kick on and no disrespect to the level he's at at the moment it's really good to see him play well but I think that if he's going to succeed he needs a big loan where he's going to and he starts doing that a bit more regularly then we can maybe see and some players look some players are late bloomers but yeah we gave him I think a three-year extension at 20 so we obviously see something in him he's obviously got something and as I said, some players are just a wee bit later than others, you know, it's great to be 18-19 banging on the first team door and and getting that, you know, the way that some of the boys are at the moment, Alex and Adam, etc. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting your experience elsewhere. So, it's not a no, Derek, but it's, I would like to see him kick on a wee bit more before he he gets maybe talked about a wee bit for our first team and we'll see how it goes. You never know though. He could come back in the summer, have a great summer under Michael Beale, and Michael Beale sees something that he likes and kick him on. It just yeah. takes you know football's a wee bit about your luck about the opportunities as well. If he gets that opportunity and grabs it, then he could go on to to you know, much, much greater things. So no good luck to your boy. Let's hope that he kicks on because he's another youngster, Scottish, homegrown, etc. You know, yeah. Great to see him doing well, and it was a cracking goal. Really good run.
0: Yeah, uh, and Queen's Park doing well at the moment in the the, the Scottish Championship. Third, I'm I'm sure, uh, in the league. Uh, So really uh, flying high. They've they've really kicked on uh, since going uh, professional. I think that's been a a really good move for them. So uh, yeah, I wish Josh and and, and the rest of the boys there all the best for the rest of the season. If he keeps up scoring goals like that, then I'm sure it won't be too long before he's back at Ibrox knocking uh, on the door. John Dooley gets in touch about that. He says it's so difficult for young players to break through with the expectations uh, Rangers this is something that you need to factor in isn't it and it ties in I I did an interview recently with Nacho Novo and he says that uh, that when he played for the club there was good players that arrived real good quality players but they just couldn't handle playing for Rangers Stevie it's right being a good player but the, the mentality you need to have to cope with the demands and the expectation is something else isn't it you need to be mentally strong yeah you do and
1: you know it's, it's incredibly difficult to play in, in front of our crowd because the demands yeah. are very high. But, you know, that's Rangers. You know, that's why that's why we're a big club. That's why we yeah. put demands on ourselves. And, you know, ultimately we had a manager that won a Scottish Cup, took us to a European final and qualified for the Champions League. And a couple of months later, he's out the door yeah. because domestically it's not good enough. So demands are high for a reason. And we've got to ensure that you know, we're doing the very best we can for the club, etc. So, yeah, it's difficult, but normally when a youngster breaks through, normally, because they've went through all that, then, you know, they've got a real good chance. And at the moment, we're sitting with, I think, four very decent prospects coming through. When you think about Adam Devine, Alex Lowry, Leon King, Charlie McCann, there's four really yeah. promising players. Then possibly you've got Cole McKinnon coming into that reckoning somewhere, you know, in the summer maybe. He's one that I think people need to keep an eye out, I think, because he, if you're looking at us losing, I think, potentially three, four centre midfielders, which we will be, I think, between now and, uh, you know, the end of the summer, et cetera, then Cole McKinnon somebody that comes right into it. So we could be sitting with four or five graduates in of our first team squad, which is really healthy, really, really healthy, and and these lads have have shown really well so far, and obviously not seen too much of Cole McKinnon for the Rangers first team. You would have seen him play at Tyne Castle and score at the end of last season, um, just before the, the the finals. But he's doing really well at Thistle. He's one that um, Thistle fans are are speaking kind of highly of. So he's one to come into it and. When you get a grounding like you get Ibrox and then you can come through and make it in the first team, which these young boys are currently doing. Talk a lot about Leon King, Derek, getting a kind of... He's seen it now. He he came through as a big promising star and he's had a wee bit of criticism because of the way it is. That'll do him the world of good.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah do yeah.
1: him the world of good. And personally, I think the criticism's been harsh, but that grounding... That experience, you know, that that difficult playing in a side that's not firing, that's struggling a wee bit, etc. That's going to do him massive, massive world good. And we spoke to him; he was in the press on on Saturday, and he's, you know, asked him about confidence going forward and blah blah blah. And he, he speaks really well, and he's he's he'll do. Look, Leon King will, will just keep improving for us, and anyone that can come in and play centre back for Rangers, you know, there's not many you think about through the years how many centre-backs have come through our youth team and went on to play the way he Danny, had. Danny
0: Wilson is the only one that comes to my mind.
1: Before Danny Wilson maybe Stephen Presley in the early 90s. Yeah. So that's how difficult it is. And Leon, Leon will need time and you put Leon next to Connor Goldson you know he, he's going to be 100% yeah. better. So we need to give them time and, and there's opportunities there absolutely. And it does that question's a good one. You know you do need thick skin and everything else absolutely but once you've got through that the way Alex and and the boys are at the moment once you're past that bit I think it holds you in great stead for what's ahead of you
0: yeah yeah certainly Um, okay folks I think that'll do us there big thanks to Stevie as ever for joining us uh, this morning Um, and thanks to everyone for interacting uh, with the show it really is uh, greatly uh, appreciated and a huge thanks as well uh, Johnny posted a a little tweet uh, last night regarding uh, the views on YouTube and what have you. And big thanks to you all this year. I think we've had uh, uh, 3.6 million uh, views, which is quite something. Um, so thank you to everyone for, for tuning in. Three, yes. million,
1: three million of them is you asking me about Ross Wilson and people <laughs> asking my response. So, no, thank you to everyone. Um, it's I, I couldn't believe it when I seen the numbers. It's yeah. great to be a part of. So, yeah. Um, no, it was, that was, that was really good. Yeah. Stop that, Ross Nelson, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah, The number's slightly, slightly skewed, but uh, here, the, uh, moreover, it's, uh, it's great to have you, you have your support guys. Uh, thank you very much for doing so. And if you haven't already done so, you can see the little, uh, Tag on the screen, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel for uh, absolutely free, won't cost you a penny, uh, and you it uh, means you will never miss a video when we go live. And as you can see the little ticker below, we've got that Christmas offer on just now uh, on the website itself where you can take advantage of all the content on there for just a pound for two months. Uh, worth of coverage head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details and we'll be back again tomorrow as we look ahead to the big one on Thursday Uh, but until then stay warm and enjoy the rest of your Tuesday